Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I'm Edward Hunt, joined by my co-host... Mike Cunningham. And we are the Meddling Kids. And today, we'll be reviewing Joyride. For those of you joining us for the first time, hey, glad to have you here. We like to review movies. For those of you coming back uh, for another listen, good to have you back. And I'm going to give everyone a quick uh, reintroduction to the rules. We will never spoil anything in the first five to ten minutes. We will start every podcast with a spoiler-free review. That's ranking it from zero to five with just our overall thoughts of the movie and whether or not you should see it. From there, we'll give you some background about the movie, like, you know, budget, actors and actresses, uh, the director, etc. And then we'll start giving a play-by-play of the movie, kind of like going through scene-by-scene, summary-by-summary. But, so again, no worries, we're not going to spoil anything yet. Mike, you ready for a spoiler-free review? Yes, sir. Let's hear it. What do you got? Zero to five. What are you giving? Uh, Two and a half. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was really excited about this one. It was like... It was very. It looked like the like the Asian version of the Bridesmaids or something like that. Very much mm-hmm. like Wild Trip. Um, it had those elements of like I guess wild like things like uh, I guess a, a trip a road trip gone wrong and stuff like that. But it was just like I think some of the comedy didn't land. Um, and it's funny. I was I was thinking about this earlier. I was like. The story, like, <laughs> it was like the story beats didn't work, but I was like, it's a comedy. Who really cares? Um, mm. But still, it didn't, like, a lot of the, the obstacles or something like that didn't seem like obstacles. So it was like, why bring them up type of thing? Um, I think the pacing was fine. Like, it, it was like an hour and a half. So, it was, like, it, it really ran. But, uh, yeah, I think it, I think it's also because of the fact that comedy is subjective. So it's just like, if that's not how you, it's not, if that's not what you find funny, you're not going to like these certain things. I think that's why mm. comedy movies are very hit or miss um, with a lot of audiences, there's no general, I guess there are a few movies that are generally liked, um, by audiences, but yeah, I think it was, it was a lot of the funny parts happened in the trailer mm-hmm. and yeah. that was about it type of thing. I wanted to like it more. Um, like it wasn't horrible. Like, I, I, and it seems like the audiences and the critics really enjoyed it, but it was just like, I think for me, um, I was expecting it to go a little bit wilder, um, and it, it just didn't it didn't do that. But I liked all of the leads. Um, a big, I've been a big fan of Stephanie uh, Shu um, since uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and then uh, what came out last year, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. I think she's like a rising star, so um, it's good to see her. Um, kind of comedic chops, right? Like those movies are a little bit more serious um, dramas. But yeah, so I think it, it just wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Um, but I would definitely still say go see it. Um, it's not one that's like uh, avoid watching or anything like that. But it just it didn't it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Um, so two and a half. Yeah. No, I, I hear I agree with you there. Honestly, at one point in time, I was thinking when I was watching, I was thinking maybe it was going to be a two for me, but it is a two and a half. I think because. The movie has a lot of heart, which is great. Uh, the movie has a good message about like finding yourself and you know your identity and who you are, which is great. It has some good touching moments, but where it did lose me was on a lot of the comedy. Uh, some of it I thought was very funny. Some of it I was laughing at. Others I just felt it it kind of you know 
fell flat. And I think I agree with like comparing it to like the other, you know, like Girls Trip, right? I think, yeah, Girls Trip. Yeah, Girls Trip, uh, Road Trip, Euro Trip. You know, like the, the, the trip movies have been out for a long time of like some kind of adventure going on and then like, you know, all the mishaps that have been happening. And for me, I think this one went even more so into like who you are as a person and friendship, which was mm-hmm. nice than others. Yeah. But I felt like some of the comedy, like, granted, also I'm older, so I haven't seen those like trip movies in a long time as well, mm-hmm. you know. So I remember watching them when I was like a teenager, early college, and just dying laughing. Now I'm a little bit older, so I guess you could say some of the humor might be more juvenile, but like some of the humor for me, I was like, I just don't find it funny. Like, there is, you know. I'm not spoiling anything, but there was some bad CGI at one point in time and being like, it's inside. I was like, what? What? And then from there, I felt some of like, some of even the conflict almost to me felt like manufactured of yeah, like, why are they fighting here at the end? You mentioned yeah. the fact that there, it is heartfelt, right? And this mm-hmm. whole trip to your homeland type of thing and who you are and your identity. But I think a lot of the the tension or like some, like it just wasn't earned in yeah. the movie that, it, that, that it's in type of thing. Mm-hmm. So just like, even the whole, like, uh, not to spoil it, but it was like, she goes home, like she, you find out she's adopted in a trailer. So it's not that, but it yeah, was like, right. even to find her birth mother, it seemed like it wasn't even her idea. So it was like, mm-hmm. why, what is this? Or even like the reason for her to go on this journey afterwards. Yeah. Um, it seemed kind of forced or like kind of shoehorned in, in a way it wasn't like something that like, there was no actual stakes to it or, or mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know, just like I said, I think the, yeah, some of the, the story fell through, but it's a comedy. So oftentimes, and it's a road trip movie. So oftentimes the story really doesn't matter. It's, it is about that journey and the friends you make along the way are like, in, in like those moments and like that. But yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I cut yeah. you off. No, 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 not at all. But I mean, I agree. And it really was like from a, the message with the movie, that was good. Really, the humor is what fell flat for me for some of it. And some of the humor was great. But, like, other parts, I was just like, I just don't find it that funny currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I would say I'm glad they did it. I would, like, I would say, yeah, go check it out if you're interested. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad movie. It's just I think there are some better comedies out there especially. And then, unfortunately, the some of, like, the lackluster, like, I don't know if I want to call it lackluster, but some of the jokes that fell flat detract detracted for me like the message that this movie is portraying but again like i give it you know mad props and you know i'm glad they tried it but yeah hey those are movies <laughs> but cool so what we like to do uh we're still not going to spoil anything yet we're going to get into some background about this movie who are the actors and actresses how's it doing so far apparently all the critics uh completely disagree with mike and i and mike and i don't know movies so there's that which sucks but You're hacked, it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right mike what do we got <laughs> so joyride uh came out uh july 7th 2023 uh the runtime is an hour 34 minutes so like i said like really really quick Mm-hmm. Um, the budget, I cannot find the budget at all. Like I've looked, <laughs> tried to look everywhere. I can't find the budget for this, but currently the box office returns for this weekend. It being that it just came out two days ago, um, was about 5.8 million in its opening weekend. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Depend- I mean, it depends on the, the budget. there's no way that's good. There's no way that's good for mo- yeah. modern movies. Yeah. That's, but, um, but also yeah. like, uh, what it came out this week, uh, the new insidious movie came out. So that mm-hmm. one did, I think about 40 mil. Or okay, something like that. So it was like, I mean, not that they had overlapping audiences, but there was a bit of a bigger, um, a bigger movie that came out this weekend. So that also might be a reason why it didn't do um, a little bit better. 
Because it was like the, another movie that came out, and I just watched uh, yesterday, The Blackening or whatever, that came out on Juneteenth weekend. Oh, you I did think, see it. How was it? I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 no comment. Uh, but <laughs> talk about comedy falling. But um, <laughs> even that one, its first weekend, I think it did about four to six million or something. So the oh, same wow. kind of thing. Same thing. I think right now it's about fi- at 15 million. So. But I think okay. the budget was about six, so maybe it's making money now. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if this is necessarily a bad start for this movie, being mm-hmm. that I can't find the budget. If the budget was about six mil, um, maybe you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll, it'll make back its money. But I, you know, I have no idea. There's no way it was like a hundred million dollars. No, no. no. I mean, I, I would still put it like I don't know. I granted, I don't know how to make movies like this. So mm-hmm. I was thinking like still fifteen million, like ten, fifteen. Maybe, million yeah, maybe. Million that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I can't say if it's a. It seems like a bad start, right? But mm-hmm. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. anyway, yeah. So the Rotten Tomatoes score right now it's at a ninety-one for critics and a eighty-three for audience. So yeah. the critics seem to really, you know. Uh, actually both the critics and the audience seem to really enjoy it um the genre is just comedy uh the director is adele kim this is sorry adele lim lean Mm -hmm. lim um who this is her her uh, directorial debut uh prior she worked on crazy rich asians and raya the last dragon um it's written by i have this as trivia for no reason just because it's a long ass (laughs) name but it's written by sherry shavaprava damrong who is um a writer on uh Family Guy, or whatever. Oh, okay. I just recognize her name because it's obviously it shows up on every episode of Family Guy, yeah. and it's long. As hell. It's like eighteen letters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she worked on she works on Family Guy and The Orville, uh, or whatever. That's, that's the writer. Okay, um, yeah. The cast stars uh, Ashley Park as Audrey. I believe she's on Emily in Paris. I think that's where like um, what she's known for. Uh, Sherry Cola as Lolo. Uh, Sabrina. Who is Dead Eye? Stephanie Shu as Cat, and like I said earlier, uh, Stephanie Shu. She's worked on um, the Marvels, Mrs. Maisel, and um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I was really excited to see her. Um, Alexander Hodge as Todd, Desmond uh, Shine as Clarence, uh, David Denman as shit. I forgot it. I, well, it's here. Sorry, actually. Hopefully, it's here. Uh, Joe and uh, Annie uh, Mum Mo. Mom Molo, sorry, as uh, Mary. Those are um, Audrey's parents. And then Ronnie Chang, Ronnie Chang, sorry, as uh, Chow. Yeah. And then the tagline is four friends, one trip, no luck. Yep. Yeah. So definitely with that tagline too. I mean, they're really leaning into like that trip style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, I didn't. I guess the joy ride I would have got, but it was like the trip. I think wasn't. I didn't think that was going to be the focus. Like I, I don't know. It was. Uh, the trailers, I couldn't, I can't remember the first time I saw the trailer, so I couldn't, I can't remember what I was thinking it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the yeah. yeah, you're right. The the whole trip thing was definitely uh, there once you once you got to the movie. Yeah, because I always say too, kind of. I mean, obviously, very different premise. But remember, um, Sex Drive back in the day that came oh, out. Okay. Yeah, another like you know, four friends, three friends. So definitely, the four friends is key for all these journeys. They go out, they learn some more about themselves and each other, and there's some laughs along the way. But yeah. So before we get into our play-by-play, a quick word from our sponsors slash anything else we have going on in our lives. Uh, hi, my name's Edward Hunt. I'm a real estate agent here in the DMV, that is DC, Maryland, and Virginia. 
And if you would like any advice on the market or you need great contractors or you need great loan officers or lenders so you can do things like a HELOC or any kind of refinancing, feel free to reach out anytime and I can connect you with some amazing people and give you advice on what's going on in the market. Um, also, uh, as I was happy to announce a few times and you've probably seen and maybe sick of it, I'd like to hope not, uh, my comic on Kickstarter, it got funded, so I should be putting it online shortly as well as shipping it out to everybody, so I would love for everyone to read it and let me know what you think. Mike, anything going on? Nope, I'm dead inside. Nope. Go. <laughs> Mike's just, you know, playing it cool, doing his thing, man. <laughs> but cool. Awesome, everyone. So now we're going to start getting into our uh, spoilers slash play-by-play. So if you would like to pause now, go watch the movie. Because I think, yeah, both of us, two and a half, but still, I'd say, worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because we want to make sure that it, uh, you know, reaches its budget, at least. Jesus. And then we go from there. But just make sure you come back, and then we'll see you soon. Or... Hang out. All right, so how does this movie start? What's going on with it? What do we really see? Um, the movie starts in 1998. Uh, we meet uh, Lolo Chen, I believe her last name is. Um, and her family have moved to uh, White Hills, uh, White Hills, uh, Seattle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're at a park, and they're kind of, I guess, surprised at the fact that how many, uh, I guess, white people are at this park. <laughs> well, I mean, think of the name. Yeah. <laughs> and Seattle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's kind of surprised making comments about how many white people they, they are, you know, uh, whatever. And this uh, couple comes up um, and asks them uh, if they're, um, are they new in town? And uh, Lolo's mom makes a comment about, um, they're from California. They're not, you know, and they speak English because I think, you know, it's the assumption that these white people come up, they see that, you know, these quote unquote foreigners and they yeah. just assume they don't speak English and, they're, you know, whatever. So I think Lolo's, mo- Lolo, Lolo's mom tries to, you know, squash that immediately or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you see that, um, uh, what's his name? Joe, sorry, uh, isn't trying to be, you know, uh, racist or anything like that. It's just that he's like, they see that, um, these are, these are Chinese people, and they have a, a daughter that they've adopted who is also Chinese. Um, and they just want, you know, they want uh, their kids to be able to play together, right? Yeah. Because obviously the there's record. a lot of white people around. So. Yeah. Yeah. They should have led with the fact, that you know, just like have like yeah, their yeah, daughter yeah. in front of them. You know, just, <laughs> no, you don't have to have this whole awkward conversation about yeah. what's going on right now. Be like, mean, hey. It was very much like a trailer baby thing where it's like you don't see the little girl, but it was just yeah, like yeah. For, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so um, the two girls, Audrey and um, uh, sorry, Lolo, go to play at, um, on the swings, and you see this in the trailer. Like this uh, little uh, boy comes up to them and says, "No ching chongs on the the swings" or something like that. Yeah. And Lolo immediately just punches him in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to be best friends? Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> and, so, and so from there, you get like um, moments of them of their childhood. So it's just like obviously they become best friends. Um, because they are the you know only two Asians in White Hills, so they, mm-hmm. that's their connection. Yeah. Um, For the record, and, if we could just start pronouncing it the right way, and that's White Hills. You know, you want to emphasize <laughs> that? That'd be great. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So we see that um, uh, Audrey is uh, presenting in class one day. They're a little bit older at this point, and. Um, She's presenting like her family tree and like you just see just a bunch of pictures of her family or obviously they're her adopted family. Um, and she has a little marker there for her birth mother. Um, and one of the um, 
one of the boys in her class goes, uh, you know, why, why did, why were you, uh, why were you giving up for adoption? Did you do something wrong or just making comments? And you see Lolo just being a really good friend. I thought she was going to punch the kid again, but yeah. <laughs> third decking people. Yeah. <laughs> so like she stands up and says, you know, you're, you're perfect the way you are and stuff like just giving her that kind of that reassurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see, like they're they're taking, uh, you see their class photos as they've gotten like they've gotten older. Like so, Audrey is very much an overachiever. She feels like because of the fact that she was adopted and stuff like that, she feels the need to overachieve to, you know, to prove herself. Yeah, to and show her Lolo, worth, basically, which is unfortunate, but like to show her worth as like a person. Yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and this and that was like seeing that message and seeing like how that impacted. That was like a more positive part of the movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that heartwarming part. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see um, as Audrey is overachieving, Lolo is literally just doing her kind of her own thing. Bunch of penises. Yeah. Including school photos. It's like, yeah. I don't know what the principal is allowing this. What's going on? <laughs> now, and a quick question for our audience. Uh, is it clitorises or clitori? If you could comment down below or let us know. Either way, they don't exist. So what is yeah, it? Either now? way, we can't find them. But please let us know <laughs> how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then we jump to present day. Um, Audrey is a um, attorney. Mm-hmm. She's playing what is that? Squash, racquetball? Uh, it was, it, it, I guess, squash because I don't think it was racquetball. So yeah, I think squash. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's squash and racquetball, and played in racquetball courts. That's all I got. Yeah, so it's definitely one of the two for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but she's yeah she's uh, playing uh, squash or whatever with her mm-hmm. boss. Um, squash is more right. affluent, so let's call it squash because she's working with the par- playing with the partners, and like, she's definitely doing in the whole boys' club of yeah. people playing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that was a big thing too. It was just like they're talking very disrespectfully and stuff, like kind of that that um, the locker room talker. But and then she just like, one of the guys or whatever, like mm-hmm. she um, like cursing out. <laughs> Like cursing at one of her, like one of the other partners, yeah. like calling oh, him the dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, she's, she's very much like acclimated to this like uh, environment, this kind of you know all men's, you know, all this all boys club, and then her um, boss. Um, I feel like this is what it kind of started out with. Like this comedy like didn't work for me. It was like very much him like trying to be the like white ally you know mm-hmm. I and mean, he kept mentioning it but it was just like i don't think though that comedy hit the way they thought it was gonna hit yeah. um the way like i guess one time is fine but it was i, I don't know it was just weird how it was delivered um to me so it was just like yeah because you can like you can definitely see i mean there are people like that straight up there are a lot of people who are yeah, like, oh, i'm an ally I love it. but like you can only kind of like punch at them so much before it kind of mm-hmm. gets a little redundant i, I think, think and also yeah. because not even just in this movie but just in kind of the the world now that is a kind of a, a, a low hanging kind of fruit type of joke. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, once you've heard it too many times, it was like, it doesn't hit, hit, hit the same. Yeah. It's kind of easy now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so her boss is talking to her and uh, he mentions that uh, she has a deal. She's um, on, on track to make partner. If she can close this deal with a Chinese mm-hmm. businessman. So like, that's the whole premise of the movie. She's going to China um, to close this deal. She's bringing a, f- a friend um, as a translator, because she's since she's Chinese American, she doesn't speak Chinese. I think she can. I don't know, she she doesn't speak it or know it at all. So she's bringing a translator um, to help her with the deal. Um, and then I think we jump to sorry, one second, one second, one second. Oh, also, you I think you saw that in the in the as they were going through the photos, um, showing their um, progression as friends and getting older. That uh, Lolo lives in. 
like the garage, yeah, like at the garage, uh, carriage house, whatever it is, part yeah, of, at, yeah. uh, at Audrey's, at Audrey's or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. once again, very much like a kind of the wild child, like the uh, in in a way. But so later that night, you see that Audrey's parents are throwing a party to celebrate the fact that she's going to uh, China. Like she mm-hmm. hasn't, she never returned after she was adopted. So this is her first trip back, and they're very you know supportive of her going. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna be a partner. I mean, hell yeah. Yeah, and also and also the fact that she's gonna yeah. be a partner. It's like it's a whole big thing. And then um they bring out uh this is where you get the two families. So it's like uh Audrey and her parents and Lolo and her parents. Yeah. And they bring out uh photos of when Audrey was younger, so that you see the uh, her first photo like taken with her dad and her birth mother and like just different moments in her life that they you know they've kept in a box. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um uh, Lolo sees the picture of her birth mother, and it, it was like she was like, uh, "How come I've never seen this?" Um, it was like, and they mentioned that they had always talked about when they were uh, younger uh, going to China to find her birth mother. But mm-hmm. it was, I guess, it was just something they talked about when they were kids. But I, I don't, it, at least in Audrey's case, it was something that I don't think she ever. Either she was super passionate about it as a kid and kind of just like gave up, or she was just really never passionate about. It. I couldn't really tell, and I think I that's. Think- yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, I think for like Audrey, it's like it's probably like something she was interested in when she was mm-hmm. a child. But then I think you know you can see like how much she's kind of like assimilated herself into like this like high performance you know law world where she's just like I don't have time for this kind of thing. This mm-hmm. is what I have time for. I get a yeah. lot of like you know you can see where in the beginning of this movie so much of her identity is her job and like so yeah. and like you know obviously like her adopted family who they're lovely people but still like not necessarily you know. They're not like her, not even not necessarily. They're not like they're not like her. Well, you can tell from like appearance. So then, seeing like there's still like um a difference there that she's I'm sure felt her entire life. So then, mm-hmm. seeing that okay, well now you know that's how that's why she would uh, dive and put herself into all this like work to be that overachiever. That's how she gets it. So I think it was more you know she was probably passionate about when she was a child. But she pushed it down, and like, and okay. you can see, I'm sure she like pushed it, pushed it down to focus on what she felt was more important at the time, and you know, yeah. Um, that's my thought. Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can get that. Like I said, I think it, yeah. and that I think that helps me because it was like from that initial interaction about her birth mother it was like the rest of the story doesn't really. She did. She just seems like a passenger in her story later yeah. on, right? Mm-hmm. It was like if this is not something that's motivating her, then why why should the audience care? In a, in a way, right? Yeah. Um, but hearing that explanation, that does help paint her in a different light, uh, mm-hmm. like later in the film. Um, and so, yeah, they, they mentioned the birth mother and taking the photos. Lolo's going to China with her as a translator Terrible. or just to take the trip. Terrible idea. Terrible. And you, you definitely see that, like, Lolo is obviously they're good friends, but there's definitely a dichotomy between. Yeah, it's like uh, their best friends. between them or whatever. Yeah. Just like... Um, uh, and I think one thing also that I saw that um, was weird, but it was like they do like a they call it what did they call it a sandwich or something like that where Audrey and her parents like hug. Yeah. And Lolo looks over at her parents like white people stuff, but it was just like y'all have known each other y'all entire lives. How is this the first time you're having this weird interaction? <laughs> like it was, I think that was weird to me. It was just like mm-hmm. because we talked about this in Booksmart, right? Where like they did a very good uh, Olivia Wilde did a very good job of showing the. Yeah the friendship between them without having to walk you through it 
Mm-hmm. Like we didn't. It's interesting. In, in in Booksmart, you didn't get the the montage of them growing up together and stuff like that. You just saw that they were great friends, and mm-hmm. even like they are, are very immersed in each other's lives. Or like you go over to the parents um, in Booksmart, like they the the parents are very much see the best friend as a daughter and stuff like that. So it's just like it was weird in this film. You get that montage you, that they're very close, but then that moment it was just like white people stuff. But it was like these parents should. This isn't the the second time they're meeting. Like you know, what I'm saying yeah. it wasn't that first that first uh, interaction at the park, and then like twenty years later, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, you could argue that like you know probably the parents are some of like the best friends in that neighborhood, at least for that specific neighborhood where they live. Yeah. Like, those are the people they hang with. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it is a little. That's like, it was a little weird, but once I think it's one of those things for the trailer because I feel like that was also in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's like so it's funny in the trailer, but it was like in the wider understanding of the film it doesn't make sense yeah well it's like it's kind of one of those it's similar it's it's an easier joke probably right yeah. like don't worry, writing humor and writing comedy is hard as shit like yeah. but that's an easier joke because you can just be like oh let's make fun of like the weird awkward white people hug you know because it's like yeah. cool it's easy because it is it's weird and it's awkward it looks weird and awkward <laughs> so it's easy to make fun of but it's still an easier joke to do to make yeah but yeah, so uh, I think the next day they head to the airport to go to China. Um, Lolo mentions that her cousin will be joining them. Um, yeah. All from the get go. I'm just like, yo, like, come on. Like, you know, like, you know, <laughs> this, you knew this was a bad idea. And then, like, as soon as that happens to you, you're like, how do you not know this is just a terrible idea? Yeah. Like, I think it's one of those things, like, now, like, now that I'm older, right? All of these characters like seem like stick in the muds. Like when I was a kid, it was just like, oh, nobody ever wants to be that person. That is me now. Or just like, oh, yeah, oh no, right. this, you need to get your shit together. Get a job. Like, <laughs> Take your shit, put it in a bag, but just get it together. <laughs> you got to take it to the shit store. <laughs> Where the fuck you got to take it? I don't care. Just get it together. <laughs> well, yeah, so Deadeye, her cousin, um, is joining them on the trip. But it was like she mentioned, oh, sorry, they mentioned that... Um, they're going to meet their friends in, in China, so they won't be hanging around. Because RJ is very much, she keeps pushing the fact that this is a work trip. Yes. They're not there to have fun. It's like she's very focused on uh, closing this deal, making partner. Which, I mean, that's, um, yeah, this should be just a work trip. If it's, if it's to be partner of your law firm, this yeah. should just be a work trip and nothing else. But hey. And I think, I forgot to say, the, the, her boss also mentioned the fact that um, if she gets promoted to partner, she's going to be... Um, Moving to uh, Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. Well. That, was, that was a thing. And so they get to the airport. Uh, they meet Deadeye. Deadeye is uh, um, obsessed with uh, K-pop mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so the flight is just fine. Like, they get to China, and then they mention that and that they're going to uh, meet um, Audrey's friend from college, Kat, mm-hmm. yeah. who is a famous Chinese actress now. Um and she kind of mentions the fact that uh, Kat was, like, very much a um, – very wild. And she she doesn't understand why Lolo doesn't like Kat. And mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things where, like, she's your college best friend. I'm your at-home best friend. So it is that, that tension between them. Yeah. Even though I don't think they ever met. It seemed like they never met. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they met at least once or something. You know, mm-hmm. probably, like, more casually. But I'm, there's definitely, like – I mean, for uh, Lola's part, a little bit of jealousy, too, you mm-hmm. know, like with Lola. Because, like, I mean, Lola's trying, but, like, her art's not necessarily taking off. And that's why yeah. um, Audrey even says, you know, the two of you are kind of similar. Like, they're both yeah. into art. They're both into, like, following passions. You know, they're both into banging very a ton of people. Yeah. Yeah, very sex positive. They're both into banging a ton of people. Like, yeah, not a ton of people in general. Um, but, you know, with 
Cat being a potentially, well, not potentially, a more successful version of that, mm-hmm. and also her other friend. There's definitely some jealousy and a little bit of like you know tension butting heads yeah. there. I would say, yeah, yeah. So on the way there, um, uh, Audrey mentions, I guess, to kind of calm Lolo down, he mentions the fact that one, they are very similar, they so they should get along, mm-hmm. and that uh, what's her name? Cat uh, has a tattoo on her, um, or very close to her vagina, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then, so that is a bit of a comedy beat where like, uh, Lolo's like, so what is it? Or where is it? Like constantly asking questions about it. But it was like, I don't think that what's her name. Sherry Cola mm-hmm. has the comedic chops to pull off some of the, like some of these things. It was like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't see her, like, I didn't find her funny in a, in a, in a lot of the, um, these, those moments. And I, I think that's, that doesn't help. We talked about this earlier with like the comedy not landing, mm-hmm. um, so it's just like, yeah, if you can, and I mean, we talked about in uh, other episodes, it was like comedy is very hard. Yeah. So it's just like, I think she's probably a great dramatic actress, but like comedy wise, it just really didn't hit, uh, at least for me. But obviously the audience thought, other audience and critics thought differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go to uh, to see Kat on the set of her TV show. Um, they meet her and her uh, fiance, um, who is <laughs> Clarence? Yeah, Clarence. Yeah, he's um, he's super religious, and it was like they're waiting for marriage, and like she's been just lying to him and pretending that um, you know she doesn't have this you know very like storied past and yeah. stuff like that. Um, That's where you get like the other trailer thing too, because it's like they're being celibate, they're waiting till marriage, and then you know she's like, oh, we have a spiritual connection, not physical, and then Lola's like, oh, like you know when you uh, got Eiffel Towered by the Jonas Brothers, yes, yes, (laughs) and that was in the trailer, and like that that hit pretty well, and within it was a whole Clarence was like, oh, a joke, a joke, I love Paris, and it was like, (laughs) 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 I was saying, like it's it's not devoid of comedy, Mm -hmm. like I don't want to make it seem like that. I just I'm pointing out specific moments where the comedy didn't land, but it wasn't like all throughout the movie yeah yeah no. um because yeah you do see that that kind of back and forth between uh what's her name cat and lolo mm-hmm. but they do have that that um tension um so uh they after they visit cat on set they didn't go to sorry um to this club because mm-hmm. they that's where they're meeting chow um yeah. to sign yeah. the deal and so there's a whole thing about like how chinese businessmen like he was like if you can drink with them then they'll forever be you know They'll be great uh, partners and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I've heard so that's like that's like a legit thing. And like in a lot of like Asian countries, I think it's a, uh, similar in Korea. I'm not sure about Japan, but like of just like a lot of like business meetings and important things. And like one would think very important things are conducted mm-hmm. in like these clubs while people are drinking a lot and hanging out. Because I guess you do get to see people at their potential worst here yeah. when you're all hammered. So yeah. My old ass is like, can we turn the music down just a bit? <laughs> yeah, right on the A? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so they have the the meeting at the at the club and like once again RJ is very focused on was like this get these papers signed yeah. i want to make partner yada 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 um excuse me so like they're drinking with uh chow and his his associates and then they start to, uh you can see that uh Audrey's not a big drinker but once again she's trying to yeah um just be a part of like this is this is her thing. It was like she's just being a part of that boys club, doing whatever she needs to do to mm-hmm. achieve. Um, so she's not a big drinker, but she takes a bunch of shots, and then they well, start the, playing. Also, the thousand year egg shot, which would be yeah, yeah, yeah. like so thousand year egg. For those that don't know, I'm, it's an egg that they like ferment. And like I don't know all the seasoning stuff in it, but then they bury it 
and like I'm pretty sure it should be buried. And then it's like let's say like for, it's a hard boiled egg, or I think it's hard boiled egg. I don't fully know. Either way, it's either a raw egg or a hard boiled egg. No, it's got to be hard boiled that they like ferment underground for a little bit and it comes out. It's all like black. I will say, fun fact, um, I just had Thousand Year Egg in uh, New York. I was just in New York this past weekend, everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the reason why I made sure to order it was because of this movie. Because I saw it on the menu. I was like, hell yeah, I want to try this. Uh, oh, God, mine was not the year egg market is just going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was not in a shot glass, so it wasn't as slimy as they made it seem to be. Okay. Uh, you know, on there, I had. Yeah, it looked like from with the. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm a professional drinker, but it looked like a bunch of moss in there. Like, yeah. I was like, what did you get this egg from? Yeah. Well, it reminded me kind of like an oyster shooter. You know, where you mm-hmm. like, so for, you, know, you put a raw oyster in a shot of like vodka or something, and you chug that down, and those are tasty. I'm cool with those. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. they're drinking at the club. Uh, then they um, switch to this slap game. It was like I think you play like it was like rock paper scissors or something like that, mm-hmm. something like that. And whoever loses gets slapped. Yeah. Um, so I think Chow was playing like oh his two of his uh, associates were playing, and then you get Lolo versus Cat, um, and it was like they don't even play the the the, the game. They just start smacking one another because obviously there's that tension between them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Chow goes versus uh, Audrey. And she wins, and she slaps him like super hard. <laughs> like, the point, I think she had a ring on where like his lip is yeah. bleeding, but he was like, "That's you know, that's what they do, right?" Yeah, and no, the, you're not supposed the to hit whole, him that hard. <laughs> yeah, the whole time, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lolo is translating as well mm-hmm. uh, for, for them. Yeah. Um, and then like, so she slaps him. He accepts the slap because it was like that's the game, and then she immediately vomits. Yeah, <laughs> and she, yeah, I'm like, ah, that's awkward. <laughs> and it was, yeah, so then like she goes away like, oh, this like this night is going horribly, yada yada yada. And then she's talking to Lolo, uh, mm-hmm. and then like you see um, somewhere in the uh, in the club, uh, what's her name? Cat is taking photos because obviously she's famous in China, so like she's mm-hmm. taking photos of people. Chow comes over to to Lolo and Audrey, and. He starts speaking English, and it, he mentions, and I think this was also, in, so much was in the damn trailer. Yeah. Um, he mentions the fact that a lot of people in China speak English, but mm-hmm. he was just he was just doing it for fun. He was just, like, fucking with her. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, the joke is, uh, what do you call people that can only speak one language? American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn, bro. Uh, I'm like, self burn. No. Gotcha, you, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna think about that one tonight. Um, but so um, he mentions the fact that he was like asked her where she's from, and it was like because obviously in China, I think, and I think I did learn this when I, I the one of the things I really loved when I was in China was the fact that like um, the the community is bigger than self mm-hmm. or something. And somebody mentioned it earlier. I'm, I might have butchered it. Yeah, but I the idea. Yes, and it was. Mm-hmm. I think I love that. The fact that it was like your, your surname comes before your your name, because mm-hmm. of the fact that you take your family, you take your your lineage with you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something I really that really stuck with me when I was in China, because of the fact that it was. I spent a lot of my college years trying to find my identity, trying to find out who Michael was, um, and I kind of ignored my surname. But it was like to go somewhere. It was like no, that surname is more important than your actual name. Obviously, you are an important person. I'm not trying to downplay that but it was like your your family is you know shows who you who you are where you've been and stuff like that so um he mentioned uh child mentions that uh he can't do a deal with somebody if he doesn't know their family 
Yeah. And Audrey says, you know, she doesn't have any, you know, Chinese family. I mean, she has a birth mother, but she doesn't know who she is. And it was like, you could see the deal kind of falling through. So Lolo trying to save it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, so he can do a deal with someone who punches him in the face and like cuts his lip open. He can do a deal with someone who pukes on him. But if you don't know your family, even though, even though it's a very clear, I can explain that she explained that she was adopted. So she can mm-hmm. explain the situation she was in. And he's like, oh, typical American. No, thank you. Puke on me all you want. I kind of like that. actually. But, <laughs> but, but don't I mean, you can shit in my home, but come on, guy. Yeah. Who's your dad? <laughs> Exactly. I think, honestly, that's what I was saying about the quote-unquote stakes of this movie. Mm -hmm. It didn't really, like, there was, like, really, that's where, that's what kicks off this journey. Yeah. The fact that, like, he won't do the deal if, like, she doesn't know her mom. Or Mm -hmm. she doesn't, she can't bring somebody, you know. It was weird. But, um, anyway, so Lolo, trying to save this, this moment, um says that um audrey you know her mom is actually her she does have family in china uh her birth mother's there um and so a child mentions that he's throwing his mother a birthday party um at the end of the week um and she should bring uh audrey should bring her birth mother to the party and then at that party he'll you know he'll officially sign terrible um yeah, <laughs> like I said, it was like that's what that's what was weird about this—the premise of this movie—that when you finally get going, that's what that's the motivation, that's the driving force of this film. Like you could even just had it be like change some stuff up slightly to be like mm-hmm. you know what it's time I finally find my birth mother. Like completely yeah. cut out the deal part of this in general. Like yeah. and you could just have her still be like the one because I think even like I'm trying to remember which character is which for like girls trip for instance. But like you still have the one who's like obsessed with work in that movie, right? So yeah, you, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, I can't remember the name. You're right, but that was uh, Queen Latifah's. Character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like you. Well, still sorry, have sorry, you're talking about the one that was uh, the main girl. That was Regina Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lola, oh, sorry, uh, Queen Latifah was like the journalist, the one or whatever. Yes, so. yeah, yeah. It's like you can still have these people who are like obsessed with their careers in this movie. While and she's like, maybe she's balancing it and being like, oh, I took off time off work, even though I'm not supposed to. So I'm trying to make both work. I'm trying to make mm-hmm. like my overbearing boss work while we look for my birth mother. But then yeah. having like this stake into it seemed as it was. I agree, it was a little odd, a little yeah, push. but. Uh, but anyway, we digress. We <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the, now we set the premise of the movie where she needs to find her birth mother to bring her to this party um, for Chow's mother so that he'll sign the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they hop on a train to go. I can't remember where they were going. Um, yeah. Because I'm not that familiar with China. Um, but they hop Beijing. on a train. We're hmm? leaving Beijing. That's yes. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> I just kept writing tension in my notes. <laughs> tension? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah. So they hop on the train to go find um, Audrey's uh, birth mother. Um, and they're looking at different cars in the train. And they stumble upon one that uh, just has uh, one person in it. This uh, little white girl. Um, and Audrey obviously she's a white person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, they're trying to talk to this girl, but she's very, like, squirrely and, like, standoffish, uh, mentioning that um, she lives in Beijing, you know, for work. She does import-export. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's very clear. That I think this it doesn't also doesn't help that some of the best moments are in the trailer. Yes. So it, 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 it robs you of those moments when you get to the film. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. 
But yeah, so you can obviously see that both Cat and Lolo, but seeing that being that they are very similar, and I think I love that to turn for them as mm-hmm. the as the movie uh, progressed. Um, but Cat and Lolo are like very clear. There was like, oh, th- she's clearly a drug dealer. Something's wrong yeah. with her, right? Yeah. But Audrey, you know, <laughs> saw nothing wrong. She's really not prying, but like just trying to get to know this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the girl goes to leave. Uh, the train car, and she comes and immediately comes back because she sees that the, there's cops on the aboard the train, and they're knocking on every um, every door looking for a drug dealer. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then they see they find out that this girl is the drug dealer, and Cat uh, is like, "Oh, we're just gonna tell them that you're the like we have nothing to do with this." Like, and so once again, you see this in the trailer where she um, blows cocaine in all their faces and yeah. says, now you guys are an accessory. The only way we're going to get through this is if you either take these drugs or hide them. I don't give a fuck what. what. And you definitely see that uh, she, she sees that both Kat and Lolo are, they, they, you know, they're, you know, used to doing drugs and stuff like that. So like, um, and then, so like they, like, uh, I think Kat and Lolo hide the drugs. Audrey and Deadeye take them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, a bunch of they all take a ton. Like Lolo takes a fuck ton of drugs too. Yeah. <laughs> just excuse me. Man. And so um Yeah, then the cops come in and then like Audrey hopped up on not hopped up. Why do I sound like an old man? Yeah. Uh, hopped up on giggle juice. On the marijuana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See she's clearly high from the cocaine and she's like she's tucked it into her, her shirt and like yeah. to the court. <laughs> And she's like, honest, as a lawyer, I can say, like, she's trying to give this whole speech. And then, like, she says, uh, this is basically, objection, Your Honor, or some shit like that, and then sits down. And I love the, there's a slight moment. It was just like, um, Lolo shakes her hand, like, you did such a good job. <laughs> nice, that was great. Yeah. That was, <laughs> killed it. Killed it, bro. <laughs> and so, like, then the, um, the drug dealer turns on them and says that, you know, they kind of force her to, you know, do like do drugs and stuff like that. And so, like, being that they're high and they've been accused of like they all get kicked off the train. Um, yeah. The drug dealer steals Cat's uh, bag. And earlier when they were on the, the platform waiting for the train, Audrey was like very nervous in China because she doesn't feel at home there. That's not like even though she is Chinese, she doesn't feel at home in our homeland. And so, like, she was like um, they gave uh cat all of their passports um to make sure you know to keep them safe um then cat's um cat's suitcase gets taken so now they don't have their passports and they got kicked off the train and yeah. they're in the middle of nowhere in rural china um and this is where you get another scene from the fucking trailer where like um <laughs> what's her name cat is trying to uh poop out the one like the uh the bags of cocaine yeah. and then you have yeah. audrey who is high on cocaine like <laughs> She's like, get it out. You have a clean one because I need more cocaine. He was like, I will, get, I will make partner so that I can buy it. For the record, it was also just impressive that Kat was able to fit uh, eight condoms worth of cocaine up her butt. Yeah, I mean, like, good for her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, like, that's like small. That's like right reaches your large intestine at that point in time. For, or like small intestine. Which one's first? But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So while they're like just trying to figure out, because now they, you know, they don't have any passports, so they can't get home. Like they obviously, you know, they they and stuck in the middle of nowhere. But conveniently, Lolo was uh, DMing um, former NBA star Baron Davis, <laughs> who was yeah. playing in China. Um, and so he comes with a with his team uh, on a on a bus 
picks them up and uh, takes them to a hotel. Um, and then when they're in the hotel, like in the hotel lobby, everybody's got rooms and stuff like that. You see that um, Audrey seems to be attracted to one of the players. Mm-hmm. Um, another player comes up named Todd, who was like a former fling of Cat. Um, <clears throat> and she's, you know, he he's um, flirting with her, but she's very much like, oh, I'm um, I'm not that girl anymore. And also like I'm engaged so like you know we like just we can't do any of that but then and in this moment uh she forgotten one of the bags of cocaine and it burst (laughs) so now she's getting a rush (laughs) and she mentioned that whenever she gets uh high on cocaine she gets really horny so now she's trying to suppress that because um she is you know putting up a front on who she is uh who she is because of the fact that um she's a celebrity in china she's engaged and stuff like that. So, um, at this, like after this, the all the girls separate. So you got Deadeye hanging out with some of the players because, um, like, she's big into dancing and K-pop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you have Cat uh, goes to the gym to kind of to work out because of the fact that like she's she's I'm not gonna say hopped up again, but you know, yeah. <laughs> hopped up on cocaine. Well, she's high on. The- <laughs> um, and so she's going to the gym to kind of work that out. Uh, Baron Davis and Kat go to hang out, and then Audrey goes to you know do some work. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she goes to do some work. The bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this lady goes to do some work. Yeah, um, and yeah, so Audrey um, gets approached by one of the the basketball players from Baron Davis's team, but he doesn't speak English. I think he only speaks Chinese. So he approaches her speaking Chinese. Um, and another one of his teammates comes up and translates uh, for her. Um, and they have a conversation about the fact that, like, um, they're both not from China. Like, I think the, the I can't remember the, the actor's name or the, the, the player, but the player that does speak English, he's from, like, Britain or whatever. He's, uh, I think he's from uh, New Zealand or Australia. New Zealand, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, New yeah. Zealand, probably. Yeah, yeah, so um, he's from New Zealand, Australia, so he speaks English, Chinese, and then a little bit of Hindi, and then his friend, yeah. the other player, speaks Hindi and Chinese, I think yes. was that was the order. Yeah, so yeah. it was just like, because Audrey, and this, I think this is these are the moments in the movie where they, they get heartfelt. She's talking about the fact that even though she's in her homeland, mm-hmm. she doesn't feel at home, you know, or whatever. Um, and the the player from New Zealand mentions that it was like, they're both, they're not from China, but they've made it their home. Like, you know, yeah. they, they found ways to make this place feel like home. So that's what you have to do, right? Yeah. And um, that's where they say, like, the I versus we, right? Like, he says the yes, I versus yes. we. And mm-hmm. yes. what a smooth way to lead into a threesome. All right? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Man's got a game. All right? One of us is just like, hey, this isn't about just you and I know it's about us. We. You're going to get mad at me when we go out. I'm like, Mike, stop bringing up I versus we. <laughs> <laughs> Just go up to people like, hey, <laughs> we. <laughs> but yeah, so Audrey goes, she mentions the fact that like she doesn't know who she is and stuff like that. And he smoothly. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's a very nice speech in general because it also talks yeah. about the difference of like Eastern versus Western culture and like philosophy yeah. on life. And also, it's a great way, as we said, to uh, lead in for a uh, nice little threesome. <laughs> so he hooks up, Audrey hooks up with the two players, the the player from New Zealand and the um the one that speak spoke Hindi. Mm-hmm. Um, Deadeye has a dance battle with the players that she's hanging out with. Oh, sorry, they're hanging out with. Um, Baron Davis and Lolo have a conversation about sex positivity and stuff like that. Which mm-hmm. once again, the comedy just didn't hit. I don't. Lolo yeah. has her moments, but like a lot of the big comedy moments, the beats don't hit. Um, and I, and I agree. it's like that's why I like when I saw with the movie, I was like. 
I didn't want to like say it in the uh, review, but I'm like, I applaud it for being so sex positive. I applaud it for, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's great. But like the comedy aspect of it is detracting from this almost, right? Mm-hmm. Like literally like, it is like, yeah. Um, and then you have, uh, what's her name? Kat. She's in the gym, uh, on the, like one of the bikes and Todd comes in and like, obviously she's trying to avoid him because she's very horny because of the cocaine. Yeah. Um, and so like, they're both working out in there. I think she pulls something in her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he brings out like a massage gun to massage her and <laughs> she gets stimulated by it. Um, and, uh, I th- yeah, so all, uh, this is all happening in parallel. And, like, mm-hmm. each one of them basically injures – actually, not Lolo, but Cat, uh, Deadeye, and uh, Audrey injure the players that they're hanging out with yeah. during <laughs> their sexual uh, <laughs> their sexual encounter. Yeah. So, like, uh, the next – is there, go ahead. Well, I was just – so, like, yeah, because it's, um what, like, Audrey uh, – so in this whole scene, too, and this was something with, like, the kind of bad or weird CGI, where there's a part where I'm, – I'm just going to be perfectly – I guess vulgar or Frank, when with Audrey, the two dudes are eating her out. You can't see anything. You can see their heads and their heads are moving like super quick. Yeah, it was like, weird. Yeah, It was weird. Or then there was a part with Kat when she was like doing like a leg machine thing and her legs were Oh, yeah. Like, oh, and you're right. That, yeah. I did notice. What they did, and I guess they tried to do it for like humorous effect, but it to me, it just wound up looking weird. You know, and like kind of mm-hmm. like taking you out yeah. of that scene a little bit because you're like, clearly yeah. it looks like you just fast forwarded this part of the movie. Almost. That's what it was. I, I, do, like, I do remember the, um, the leg press uh, thing because yeah. it was like, yeah, because obviously she get as she gets hornier, she like the the um she increases her speed. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. But yeah, so, yeah, so but like, yeah. Audrey gives them both a concussion because when yes. she orgasms, she like slams her heads together with her legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cat. So I was confused by this, and that's all I want to bring it up because Cat like winds up turning the massage gun a little bit, or like because the ball pops, which she puts on herself because she has Cat puts a basketball on in between her legs, and the dude puts a massage gun there. The ball pops, which I guess is simulating her having an orgasm. But then yeah. like, the massage gun turns and just, like, hits the dude in the nuts. But then he gets a shower. No, so what it was is she goes, I want you to feel this, too. Yeah. So she takes a massage gun and starts, yeah. like, massaging his balls for some yeah. And that shatters. But, oh, yeah. Like that's a fucking right. um, punching bag. <laughs> but that shatters his pelvis because in the – That's – I think like, you're right. That was yeah. weird. It was just like, Jesus Christ. How so it was like, did she jump on afterwards? Is that what really happened? <laughs> is then she, like, jumped on top and really, like, you know, death by snoo-snoo style? Or, like <laughs> – yeah. But yeah, so several players are injured after yeah. their encounter with the <laughs> the ladies. Mm-hmm. So Baron Davis is really upset. He was like, "You fucked up half my team." Like, so he like he's like, "Oh, we can't take you where you need to go." Yeah. Um. And so, but Audrey, like having this newfound like look on life, she just goes, "I will figure it out." Yeah. And I think this is what I was saying about the even the trip. It was just like. There seemed to be no stakes. So it was just like, what? What? And it was like, so they don't have passports, but somehow miraculously just traveling through yeah. through the like, world. Have passport. Like, apparently, they were supposed to get back by Friday, but they're just like, no, we're just going to take I our think time. It was a ticking clock, but it was like, I don't know what day it is. I yeah. don't give a shit. Like, exactly. Yeah. But I, mean, I will say, Audrey, after having her threesome, did have a new source of confidence and love. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I think these these this moment. So after the basketball team leaves them stranded in this hotel. Mm-hmm. There's like, oh, we can, we'll, Audrey says, we'll just figure it out to get to the, where they need to go to find her mom. And so they kind of hitchhike through China. Mm-hmm. And this is where you get Audrey finding a love for um, her homeland, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think I, I did enjoy these moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And that was like, and the then, funny part, too. She, I mean, she was talking to, like, the boat guy who was, like, rowing. And then Lolo's like, you think she's going to bang him, too? <laughs> that was a fun, that was like, and it was like, yeah, so you do see, and like, it's a, it's a, it's a road trip movie, so you do see like these 
enemies becoming, you know, mm-hmm. friends in Lolo and Cat and stuff like that. And yeah. then you see Audrey opening up as a, you know, she's less, um, I mean, obviously she's focused on her work and stuff like that, but she, she is opening up to, like, new experiences. Yeah. Um, sorry, one second, one second. Oh, and then they, so they're going to, uh, where they need to get to is Lolo's family, right? Because that's, that's where they're going to is as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so before, you know, I think the night before they go, sorry, the day before they go to the adoption agency, they, they stay at Lolo's family's house. And so mm-hmm. you meet Lolo's family. She has this huge family. Yeah. Um, and they, like, it was so funny. Like, um, I think it's a, it's a culture thing, like making comments about like how certain cultures will um, make fun of you for being fat and then like, but overfeed you. Yeah, <laughs> or exactly. like yeah, yeah. comments about like not being married, but also being independent. It's like, it's just like, you can't win with your family. And I, th- yeah. I think I love that because it's like very specific to obviously an Asian culture, but it was like, it's just across the board. That's yeah. so just a lot of cultures. Yeah. Cause they go to like Lolo, like she's like, Lolo, you need to cut your hair. Dead eye, you need to grow your hair out. You know, yeah. like, Lolo, you're too fat. Dead eye, you're too skinny. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it was right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there was a moment um, between uh, Lolo, sorry, no, Audrey and Deadeye. Deadeye is mm. playing a game with one of her, one of their cousins. Um, the, the game that he, they made up, yeah. <laughs> and they keep winning somehow. Um, and Deadeye is having a conversation with Audrey about like Audrey saying was like, uh, "You have such a great family and stuff like that." And Deadeye mentions that they don't feel um, welcomed in their family. They're very much like the black sheep, kind of like mm. people, like people just don't get them. Or whatever, and um, it was a sweet moment. It was like one of those things where, like, like uh, Audrey saying, "Like we're, we're friends," like, and like truly meaning it. Um, and so uh, the next day, uh, Audrey gets dressed up in um, like like a, like I think it was like a dress that um, Lolo's grandmother had worn mm-hmm. the, on her first date or something like that with her grandfather. When she was no, no, well, just the first date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. I think that, was, her words. that was funny because it was just like, um, she, uh, the grandmother goes, uh, I wore this on um, the night I got deflowered or whatever <laughs> with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the man <laughs> I love. And uh, Lola goes, you talk to my grandpa? She was like, no. No, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, so they go to the adoption agency. Um, they show uh, the woman there the picture. Um, that, and it was, I think uh, that's when Lola was like, oh, you saved the, you brought the picture from earlier mm-hmm. in the film. Um, and so they find out that uh, Audrey is not Chinese, but she's Korean. Her, um, her mother was like a, a teenage um, single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her parents sent her away to China to have the baby and yeah. then forced her to um, uh, put it up for adoption before she can go back to Korea. And so you get um, the moment with uh, when the Audrey and the girls go back to Lolo's family house. Yeah. And when Lolo's family was very inviting of all of them, you know, because they were Chinese. Mm-hmm. And then they found out that Audrey was uh, Korean and they're like, ugh, pass. Yeah. Well, because if they had the whole thing too, it was like, oh, your face is so round and beautiful when they thought she yeah. was Chinese. And then as soon as she was Korean, it's like, of course she's Korean. Her face is so round. That's gross. And it's like, <laughs> damn, y'all. That is some uh, messed up. <laughs> uh. So, um, in order to still save the deal, that mm-hmm. once again, it's looming in the back. Yeah, in the back. I guess it is. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't um, feel like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in order to save the deal, because also at some point during the her threesome, Audrey's uh, oh, yeah. boss had called or that something so like dumb. that, mentioning yeah. that yeah, mentioning that um, 
uh, Chow, you know, is going to pull out of the deal if you don't, you know, if you don't complete it or whatever. Yeah. You're not going to make a partner, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Once well, again, she things... accidentally answers a FaceTime call from her boss while having a threesome. And I'm yeah. like, that's silly. Yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, so once again, still trying to keep this deal, still trying to make partner. They decide to go to Seoul, Korea to uh, find her, her birth mother or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, but once again, bringing up uh, later, we've, you know, we know that they don't have passports. So how are they going to get there? And so Deadeye, being a big fan of K-pop, they pretend they make up the fact that they are a, excuse me, a K-pop group. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna just kind of fake their way onto a, a plane to get to Seoul. Yeah. And there's once again, God damn it, I'm gonna stop saying this was in the trailer. But um, it was though. <laughs> <laughs> but so they go to the the airport. Oh no, like uh, I guess um, not an actual airport, but I guess it was like a hangar or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, pretending to be K-pop stars. I cannot remember their names. They were ridiculous. I'm not a huge fan of K-pop, so I don't know. I'm not going to pretend. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. The meddling kids are totally fine with K-pop. And that we I didn't have a very large fan base. But yeah, so um, one of uh, Deadeye's friends from online is able to secure them a, um, a, a, jet. a, a jet or whatever, and then they, he brings... Um, Fans and stuff like that to really to really sell this fact that they're K-pop stars, mm-hmm. but the guy at the you know at the desk is like, I don't believe that you're K-pop stars or whatever, um, and so like they're forced to perform, um, and so they perform. Um, uh, what's her name? Audrey had mentioned earlier uh, during the conversation with Deadeye about the fact that it was like um, she liked very like like Mumford and Sons and like great band. Maroon Five okay. or something. For the record, great band, yeah. Mumford and Sons. Yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with Mumford and Sons, all right? There's nothing wrong with Mumford are. and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> but they um, they kind of related on the fact that uh, Deadeye liked Cardi B, right? Yeah. So it was like, they, um, and also earlier uh, when we meet, uh, when we met Kat, um, they mentioned that Audrey and Kat in college were in a uh, acapella group. Yes. So they can, yeah. you know, they can sing. And so they... Throw together this uh, performance is very obviously well, very K-pop style performance of a uh, WAP by yeah. Cardi B and Megan Stallion, um, and during the performance, so like because of the fact that uh, what's her name uh, Lolo um, is a, basically like a streamer, like she's streaming it live um, mm-hmm. or whatever they're performing, and during the performance, Cat's um, skirt is somehow like comes off. Yeah. And so we finally get to see her tattoo, which is literally just a tattoo of the devil over her. Yeah, a giant Oni mask, like demon Oni mask. Like, oh, oh that's what I'm okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so because of that, they're not able to get on a fucking plane. Um, so this was also what I mentioned to you from like a CGI perspective. I, I was like, okay, I guess that's kind of funny. I didn't find it that funny. But then they mm-hmm. completely lost me. Like, it's tattooed on the inside too. And like they have like a camera oh, from yeah, the inside of her right. vagina. And I'm like, that's dumb. I was like, that's not. It's like I couldn't like separate. You know, I couldn't. Um, what's the word I'm looking for from reality? I couldn't suspend disbelief. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't suspend my disbelief enough to believe that you had oni horns tattooed on the inside of your vagina. No, I don't believe it. That's stupid. I didn't like. <laughs> that is where I draw the line. Yeah, that's like I draw. You know, I'll let you throw line. up on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So. Because of this incident, they're not able to get on the flight, so they have to take a boat to Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, when they get to Korea, um, 
you know, they're, they're a lot closer friends now and stuff like that. They've, yeah, they've been on this journey. Uh, Deadeye goes to get them ice cream. Um, and then we notice that, like, uh, people are noticing uh, Kat, and she just yeah. assumes it's because of the fact that she's a famous Chinese actress, but it's because of the fact that um, uh, Lolo's video went viral. Yeah. Um, so now the world knows that her her vagina has a that devil tattooed on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, Audrey gets a call from both Chow and her boss. So Chow has seen the video. And he's like, I don't want to do business with you anymore. Don't even come to the party. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her boss calls her. He's seen the video. And he fires her. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel so bad. But it was like, I, and then I, like, um, now, like, uh, Audrey is, like, upset because, um, sorry, no, Lolo is upset with Audrey now because she finds out that if she would have made partner, she would have um, moved to L.A. And mm-hmm. this was something that Audrey was, wasn't, she was trying to figure out a way to tell uh, Lolo. Yeah. And so you, you have them arguing about how Audrey's selfish, Lolo's an underachiever, um, and stuff like that. And it was like, I just thought, that's what I was, it's so sad. I was like, the all is lost moment. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that is. But I thought it was a shitty all is lost moment. I didn't yeah. agree. I was like, whatever. Like, at first, I'm like, this is not Audrey's fault. None of this is Audrey's fucking fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should not be blamed for any of this right now. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, but that was the all is lost moment for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so now you get like, oh, and also in this in this argument, both Cat and Lolo um, agree that on Audrey has been like selfish or like she said self something so dumb. Yeah, that's again, yeah. I was just like Cat, this is Lolo's fault. Like, what are you talking about? This is literally yeah. Lolo's fault. Like all of this. Why are you blaming Audrey? But. Yeah. yeah, whatever. But it was I want to say, that movie got a movie. I think yeah, I think that's the problem with a lot of things. It was just like in order for the movie to happen, this needs to happen. So yeah. like that's that they allow these things. But anyway. So the all is lost moment happens. The Audrey, Cat, and Lolo fight. Mm-hmm. Um and they are kind of all head their separate ways. Yeah, Dead uh, Eye sees it drops all the ice cream or coffee that she had. You know, like yeah, mm-hmm. because of the fact it. that it was like she had mentioned earlier that like pen, people don't stay friends with her long or like or stuff yeah. like that. That's yeah. why she doesn't really open up to anybody. Um, and so Audrey still had like even though like now she's lost her job, but she still goes to the adoption agency to try to find her mom, which felt a little um, random. Almost, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, it felt kind of random yeah. that she still went. That's yeah. because of the fact that, like I said earlier, Audrey was very much a passenger in this mm-hmm. this this um this journey to find her birth mom. Yeah. It wasn't something that she was like passionate about. It was just like I need to do this in, for the job. So like when she yeah. lost the job, it was like, what's the point? What, mm-hmm. what you know? What are we doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but she goes to the adoption agency to to um to find her mother and finds out that her birth mother had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and both, I think, uh, was, uh, they, everybody else goes home. So Lolo, go, Lolo and Deadeye head back to Seattle. Uh, she moves out of Audrey's um, garage or wherever she was staying. Cat um, goes back to uh, China, and I think she's been fired from her job or whatever. I don't but know what happened yet, probably, because she's packing up a box. Well, she was packing up. So I just, yeah. It's just the assumption. Which because she um, is known but, for her good, her good girl image yes. in, like, the mm-hmm. Chinese, uh, you know, not plays, movies and TV shows he does, she does. Yeah. Like, she's, like, the, and, you know you know pure as snow heroin or whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah so she's lost her at least the at least her tv gig mm-hmm. um and clarence as well because oh clarence showed up at the um during their k-pop performance yes and so he saw the right. tattoo yeah, yeah. um but yeah so like lolo moves out the cat loses her job and then but you do see that uh lolo um decides to work at her family's restaurant 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Cat has a conversation with Clarence, and they kind of they kind of make up. He was just saying the fact that all, he pre- he was pretending to wait for marriage because of the fact that he um, he felt like he couldn't live up to her expectations uh, sexually. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like that's wrapped up, and then you get Audrey. She goes to her mother's grave. Mm-hmm. Um, and she meets her mother's husband, so not her birth father, but the the man that uh, eventually married her mom. Um, and so they have um, he takes her to his house or whatever. It shows her pictures of her mom, and her mom, you know, was sick, so she had recorded a video um, for for her daughter if if she were ever to come looking for her. Because they did mention earlier that the fact that um, her bio- sorry, her birth mother um, did. Want like it wasn't one of those things where like you can't come see me afterwards. It was, mm-hmm. it was very much like she did want people, uh, her daughter to reach out to her uh, one day. Um, so she leaves her a, a message um, about how like she didn't want to give her up, but like she kind of had to. Um, but but she's like super, you know, proud of her and like stuff like that, and like loves the fact that you know, she was able to be her mom even so briefly. Um, and oh, before uh, Audrey heads home. The uh, the her mother's uh, husband mentions the fact that her friends had uh, called her, yeah, which makes sense, but fine. I, um, I, I, also, I haven't really said much for the past like couple minutes. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on at this point in time in the movie. It was well, very hard. Like, after the all is lost, once you lose her job, it was like that takes all the stakes are gone. Like, what's the point yeah. now? Well, because also I'm just like so. I don't, I don't want it to sound like super negative, but like so, all the friends but Audrey were able to make it home, start new jobs, and rejoin their lives while Audrey was still stuck and like just now meeting her mom, like her mom's husband for the for the first time. Okay, don't get me wrong. Super heartfelt message with the like the um, the video that her mom, the mother recorded because she was sick was mm-hmm. lovely. My wife cried from while we we were watching it together. The three of us uh, were watching it. Together. She was crying, you know. So it was a really like nice heartfelt moment. But like a lot of this other stuff, of like yes. Yeah, so what happened was your friends called me because they knew through the adoption agency that I would be at this grave. So I started going to the grave randomly. <laughs> no, you lost me here, Matt. You lost me here, y'all. I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, he he mentioned that her friends had called her, so it's like really kind of pushing her to you know make amends. So <laughs> she heads back to Seattle. She goes to Lolo's family's restaurant where Dead Eye is working <laughs> as a hostess. Yeah. Um, and Lolo is a uh, uh, yeah, what's a waitress or whatever. And so I'm getting tired of fucking. Um, this happened in uh, Crazy Rich Asians too, but it was just like I'm getting tired of people. Hijacking public <laughs> public areas for declarations of love. Yeah. Do it on your own time. No, I'm trying right. to enjoy my I'm trying to eat. All right, this is messing up. Crazy you know? <laughs> was on a damn plane. I was just yeah. like, bro, I am trying to get to New York. I don't yeah. give a fuck about the love life. <laughs> but um, yeah. So she, you know, um, tells Lolo like that she was being selfish. Like the Lolo's been, you know, her best friend for years. Really pushed her to do things. Really protected her. And stuff like that. But Lolo also agrees that, you know, she was wrong in certain ways. Um, so they all make up. <laughs> they all make up. You find out. Um, and then um, I think a year later, they do another girl's trip in Paris. Or, sorry, best friend's trip in Paris. Yeah. Which was the best um, place for them because, you know, Eiffel Tower jokes. <laughs> it's called foreshadowing, sir. Right, yeah. uh, <laughs> That's what this movie was all about, was just getting them to. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like if they did a, um, 
they could have left that up to a sequel. So it was just like, where are we going to go type of thing? And it was like, the next movie is them in Paris type of thing. Like, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's what they should have done. Um, but anyway, so uh, they do a girl's trip a year later in Paris. We find out that um, and they're all having dinner. And you find out that uh, Kat... Uh, was able to find a, like a, uh, she's doing a movie with uh, Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. Um, Lolo has been selling her art, so she still works at the restaurant, but on the side, she's still selling her sex positive art. Yeah. Um, Cat, sorry, not Cat. Uh, Audrey has left her firm. Well, not left. She got fired, mm-hmm. but she started her own uh, firm or whatever. And uh, I think Dead Eye. What was Dead Eye doing? Getting Dead Eye. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> And it was like, that was the kind of the end of the movie. They, they all, you know, just uh, girls, uh, friends in Paris, uh, hang, you know, yeah. talking about their successes of the past year. And the movie ends with Deadeye showing her vagina tattoo to everyone in the restaurant. <laughs> and apparently it lights up. <laughs> Comedy! Comedy yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that is Joyride. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you. Um at the end of every podcast, we always like to re- uh, revisit our original review to see if it changed while we, we while we were reliving the movie. Mike, you gave it a two and a half, sir. Did anything change while we were talking about it? No, I was thinking about giving it a three, um, just because of the fact that, like, uh, thankfully, like talking it with you, there were moments that were a lot funnier than I thought. But I think I'm going to stick with a two and a half. I guess not terrible, but like I said, it was. Um, um, a lot of the story just kind of fell fell through and stuff like that. And then also some of the comedy didn't hit. But I did enjoy the, um, especially that montage of them going through China. And it really sold this idea of like finding your identity mm-hmm. and who you are. I did yeah. enjoy that. But yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with the two and a half. Remember, we gave Cocaine Bear two and a half. And that's a classic. All right. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm also going to stick with the two and a half. Because, yeah, I mean. I agree that when you think about it, there were like really good heartfelt moments in this movie, but I still think that, you know, even like reviewing it, there were parts of this movie where I was like, what? So that kind of detracted from some of that for me as well. So I'm going to stick in with the two and a half. But again, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We are the Two Meddling Kids. If you would like to reach out to us, uh, you can find us at, at Two Meddling Kids on uh, Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to email us, it's Two Meddling Kids at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Mike, how can they reach out to you, sir? On Instagram at Days from Legendary. Excellent. And you can reach uh, out to me. I am at EdHunt77 on Twitter and Instagram. And my comic, uh, my comic endeavor is Hunt.comics on Instagram. So we'd love to hear from you and would love for you to check out my comics too. But until next time, everybody, we will see you soon. Gotcha. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Listen.